Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Monday. December 5th, and boy, if this wasn't one of the most action-packed sports weekends of the year, I mean, folks, I don't even know where to begin, and luckily, our fearless leader, producer Rob, is not available as we record this podcast, so it's me flying solo for as long as I can go. I I basically could bang out two hours this morning, because I'm very fired up. I mean, listen, I I don't know how much World Cup soccer I'm supposed to do. I've got thoughts on the USA losing to Netherlands, three to one. Yeah, that sucked. I know you guys woke up early. I was getting all your DMs and, and your tweets. It, it, it was it was difficult, but the good news is um, we were great on the XG, the expected goals. But uh, I can't go deep into the World Cup because that game is now a few days old. Um, there are a couple good matches later today. If you do get this, uh, if you're listening to this podcast in the morning, perhaps on your way to work, the only bets I've got for this one are both teams to sport, score in Croatia, Spain. I think that's going to be a great game. And Brazil, South Korea, I'm trying to call my shot. Brazil winning exact, uh, scoring exactly two goals against South Korea. I don't know if they'll give one up. They might. But uh, Brazil to score two goals plus 240. And anytime goal scorer, Vinicius Jr., he has yet to score. But he's played incredible so far in the World Cup. So anyways, that's what I got in the World Cup. But we got to obviously start with, no, not the college football playoff. We've got the Final Four. I think USC just missed another tackle as I record this. Uh, missed 24 tackles against Utah Friday night. I mean, it was, it was bad. Kayla Williams got hurt. We get kind of a ho-hum Final Four. Like, I'm not that excited about Ohio State-Georgia. I already bet Georgia favored by a touchdown. 
I don't see. I don't know who's betting Ohio State there. Michigan TCU is like, eh, Michigan should kill them. I think it's going to be a Michigan-Georgia game, and it's out here at SoFi. I've already got my Michigan buddies hitting me up for tickets. I think Michigan's going to travel really, really well for that game. Could be interesting. But we got to start with the NFL. And I know there are some college football people saying, Jay, you got to talk about Deion Sanders in Colorado. And No, no, I don't. We'll talk about it a little later. I'll just say this. Um, he put together a staff pretty quickly. and He's going to hit the, the transfer portal hard. Transfer portal is going to be more exciting than like every bowl game except for like five. Because Notre Dame's fishing for a quarterback, and they might have first pick. It's almost it's almost like you're recruiting once again. Transfer portal college football is going to be wild here coming up. But um, I thought it would open before we get to the NFL with Anthony Davis getting in the MVP race. Fifty five points on Sunday. I did not see one moment, not one second. Lakers have won eight of ten, but this is an NFL podcast because it's an NFL Monday, and that's. Oh, that's where I'm going to sink my teeth into. Folks, it was a good, not great gambling weekend. Jets did not get there for me. The biggest letdown, obviously, was Kansas City losing to I, Joe Burrow, man. January Joe? Could we just call him Can we call him MVP candidate Joe Burrow? Like, listen, man, Burrow is, kid is on fire. And Andy Reid totally mucked that up. You know, you could argue Andy Reid could have potentially screwed the Chiefs out of the number one seat. So I know you guys know what the scenario was. Uh, Kansas City leading by seven in the fourth, and they let the Bengals peel off 10 straight points. Travis Kelsey, who I have on my fantasy team, uncharacteristic fumble. The guy, uh, the linebacker ripped it out of him, and you never see a mistake like that by Kelsey. You know he was shattered. At any rate, after the turnover, they get the ball back down three, and they're driving. There's like three minutes left, and I think it was about fourth and four. And for whatever reason, Andy Reid decides, I'm going to kick a 55-yard field goal. Instantly, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. There's three minutes left. I know you have your timeouts, but you haven't stopped Burrow. He just drove down and got 10 points in a row. Burrow is having a great game. The Bengals are going up and down the field. What are you doing, Andy Reid? This is Andy Reid, Mr. Aggressive, great coach with the game, great game plan. I mean, they were down 14-3 in this one. Started very slow, and I'll give, you, I'll give this guy credit. I have not given him a shout-out on the podcast. Cincinnati defensive coordinator, Lou Anumrono. I think I just messed his name up. Anaromo. I hope I, I hope I got that right. Anyways, if you watch the game closely, he continued to mix up coverages. He would rush three, drop eight. And on the next play, he's sending six in a blitz. They were so dialed in. The Chiefs could not get any big plays. They only had two passes uh, over 20 yards. I think both were by MVS. Mahomes was pretty much bottled up. But again, it was fourth and short. And it's like, oh, you can get this. You've got Pat Mahomes. Now, I know Mahomes, after taking a hit on the third down, came up limping. And maybe that played into it. But it looked like Reed had kind of already made up his mind. And as a guy sitting here holding Kansas City minus two, I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up. You're kicking? So then he misses the field goal, and then the Chiefs don't get the ball back. Game over. Sayonara. Lights out. And here's where it really hurts, guys. Buffalo, remember, they won on Thursday night. Easy winner is now tied with Kansas City atop the AFC, 9-3. and three. However, because Buffalo beat KC head-to-head, Buffalo now has the inside track on home field advantage. Does anybody want to go to Orchard Park in January? I don't think so. This is really bad news for KC. Ultimately, they'll have to either, basically they need the Bills to lose one and KC to not lose, or the Bills to lose two and KC to lose one. The schedule is easier for Kansas City, but Buffalo just got right back in the mix for the number one seed. And remember, we, we love to write people off quickly. 
how quickly did Buffalo turn it around? They get my Jets this week and Mike White. And we'll get to the Jets and, and Vikings in a moment. But uh, listen, Josh Allen, I, I know Josh Allen hasn't played great, but all of a sudden you look up and who's got the best record in the AFC? Oh, it's the Buffalo Bills. And, you know, I, I'm not sleeping on the Bengals, but I will say I, I have a buddy back in Pennsylvania um, who is a huge Bengals fan, and he's always given – he listens to the podcast regularly, and he's always sending me notes like, come on, man, you got to believe in Burrow, and you're bagging on the coach. And Listen, they did this without mixing. I mean, Samaje Pirine, did you you guys see how hard he's running? He had over 100 yards rushing out of the backfield. He's making plays. Um, Jamar Chase on third down, it's like – this team is smart. I, I'm sure it's a lot of Burrow because they're doing almost exclusively out of the shotgun now, which is what Burrow loves. And Burrow's just picking apart. I mean, they had three guys corral Jamar Chase on that third down, and Chase still was able to get the first down. Then the next time they go to T. Higgins, game over. Um, it, it, this Bengals team's going to be a problem. It, and with this Lamar Jackson injury to the Ravens, Ravens got so lucky to beat, um, who'd they beat? Denver in a really ugly game. That was another one of my losses. Uh, the losses hurt. The Jets one really stung. And when I realized the Ravens weren't going to cover eight and a half, Lamar goes down, I think, for second quarter? Yeah, second quarter. And then did not play in the second half. I'm like, oh, the Ravens aren't going to cover. I hope they lose. So then they f- they would fall down in the standings, and the Jets, who already lost to the Ravens, would have a chance of passing them in the wild card race. No such luck. Ravens win it in the final minute. An ugly game. The Broncos stink. Broncos unders 11-1 and one this season. You just need to be blindly bending them because uh, De- Denver cannot score. They don't want to push the ball down the field. They settle for field goal attempts. It- it's just an ugly watch, but the defense is-, is still playing very hard. But anyway, the Cincinnati Bengals at this point, folks, I think they're going to pass the Ravens. It sounds like Lamar, multi-week injury. And here's the weird thing about Lamar, and I do like Lamar Jackson. If you guys have noticed, he has been ill He's had a couple, I don't know if it was an ankle, but it's a knee, it's an arm. He's been banged up the last like four or five weeks. And finally, he cracked. And this knee bruise, we'll see how long it lasts. But just remember, there's a guy playing for that max contract. And by max, I mean, I want all the guaranteed money, all of it. He wants what Deshaun Watson got. I don't know that he's totally earned it. It'll be interesting to see if they fall off a cliff again here. Remember last year when he got hurt. They could do nothing without Lamar Jackson, and they missed the playoffs. We'll see what happens this December for Baltimore. Cincinnati, the schedule is very difficult coming up. I I don't know. If you ask me today, well, the answer could change tomorrow. But um, coming up, they have Deshaun Watson this week and Cleveland. Deshaun Watson looked terrible in his first game back. Cleveland still got the win because the Texans are inept. Then they're at Tampa. Brady, we'll see how Brady does tonight on Monday Night Football. At New England, never easy to play Belichick. I mean, I don't think they're good at all, but it's Belichick. You got to respect it. And then it's Buffalo and Baltimore. So that is probably one of the toughest schedules in the league here to close it out. By the way, Cleveland at five and seven, not totally out of the mix. Everybody's chasing the Jets, as I like to say. Browns five and seven. Steelers, Kenny Pickett five and seven. Uh, Rob G's Raiders, who... Probably should talk about a little bit. Um, Devontae Adams just roasting Chargers defensive backs. Um, by the way, Chargers, oof, I, I have a feeling we're going to be talking about Brandon Staley because they have the Miami Dolphins up next, and Miami's coming off that tough loss to the Niners. Let's actually pivot to that. San Francisco 49ers lose Jimmy Garoppolo. 
to a broken foot. He's out for the season. I thought about leading the podcast with that, but I wanted to be positive toward the Bengals. So Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt, goes down, and instantly I'm thinking, oh boy, I bet on the 49ers. There is no chance Brock Purdy gets the job done. And I guess he was okay, but this was a 49ers defensive game. I love this stat. So obviously, Tua, everybody saw the opening play of the game. It was uh, a seam route to, I think, Trent Sherfield. And he takes it the distance, 75 yards on the first play from scrimmage. Everybody's like, Tua, MVP. He did jack squat for the next two and a half quarters. I mean, absolutely nothing. Throws were off. I mean, we're talking about basic throws. And you could see that it was kind of getting to Tua to the point, and I know this is going to sound bad, but there was a moment in the third quarter, I think after his second interception, where a guy we had on the podcast, he writes for the uh, Palm Beach Post, he tweeted this out. On the sideline, Tua spent some time with Teddy Bridgewater, who's out injured, Tyreek Hill, then Daryl Bevel, who was a former Seahawks offensive coordinator. Then Mike McDaniel came over. Then Teron Armstead, who's out injured, had a few words of encouragement. And I'm thinking like, hold on. It is an MVP candidate who's had a couple, one bad game, this one, and everybody's got to come over and pump him up. It reminded me instantly, if you guys have seen the movie Swingers, where Mikey gets dumped by his girlfriend and he's got all his friends just relentlessly pumping him up. Oh, dude, you're so money. All these, all these girls want you. You're so cool. You'll get numbers. This is LA. It's great. And, and they have to keep doing this because he's so down in the dumps. And I wonder if there is some still some deep scarring from what happened the last two years. I remember getting pulled for Ryan Fitzpatrick, the Brian Flores stuff. Like, Tua's been riding high and he's been great when they look awesome. Well, as soon as they look bad, and he's getting, Nick Bosa's getting three sacks. Or maybe Joey Bosa, my bad. Joey Bosa. No, wait, is it Nick? Damn it, I always get the Bosa's confused. At any rate, a Bosa had three sacks, five quarterback pressures. And how about this? On third down, you know, it's winning time. Tua, come on, find your guys. O for seven on third downs was Tua. They could not move the football. San Fran would get it. Bleed clock, right? You got... Debo Samuel, uh, McCaffrey. They're just, uh, I mean, short stuff from Purdy, who was making the passes. Now, uh, quick word on Brock Purdy. So when he started out at Iowa State, you know, there's a big 6'4 kid, big arm, and he had Brees Hall, of who's now on the Jets injured, and a couple other pros, and you're like, damn, this guy's an NFL prospect. And then he stayed in school and kind of got picked apart, and then he stayed in school a little longer, and I was like, oh, well. So he ends up getting drafted last in the draft, Mr. Irrelevant, they call him. And, you know, he probably thought, oh, they got Trey Lance, they got Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm not going to see the field as a rookie. Trey Lance goes down early. Now Jimmy Garoppolo's down. And basically Brock Purdy is going to have the audition of his life right here. You know, this is the stuff you dream of when you're like throwing the football around in your backyard when you're like 12 years old. I'm going to be in the NFL one day. You're playing with your buddies. Well, this is your chance, Brock Purdy. He's got it. He's got a Super Bowl defense behind him. He's got Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey. If you can't make it or at least look halfway decent and get this team deep into the playoffs, Brock Purdy, you're probably not, not going to be a, an NFL quarterback. But he's going to have a chance because this defense held Miami to 33 rushing yards. They totally rattled Tua. You could just kiss his MVP candidacy Goodbye. I never really thought he was a serious contender. 
I, at this point, it's got to be Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, and I guess you got to keep Josh Allen on the fringe if you're looking for a fourth guy. Um, but Joe Burrow is definitely a discussion now. Two is out of it. He looked terrible, and the Dolphins lose. Now it gets interesting. How will they bounce back from getting shell shocked by San Fran? I, I don't want to say they got humiliated, but you know they, they, this game was not close. And next, next you look at the schedule. You got oh we we got Chargers. Well, Chargers should be a W for them, right? Chargers they're they're not good. They just lost to the Raiders. And then after that, you got Buffalo. And so if now, but but it is three straight road games, which is dicey. I I, I got to check the injuries. I, I I don't think Miami had any significant ones. Tua did leave. A, I'm going to put air quotes around it. Tua left late with an ankle injury. I don't. I think they were just trying to save face. Honestly, I didn't see anything that got hurt. Um, I, there wasn't a play. I didn't see him limping. Interesting. Let's just pull him. We're down 16 here. We're not going to come back and win. Let's. Uh, we got bigger, bigger battles ahead against the Chargers and the Bills. Let's pull it. That's what it felt like to me. I didn't see an ankle injury. I guess we'll hear more later today. Um, so the biggest results clearly: Bengals beating the Chiefs, San Fran topping the Dolphins. I mean, I, I thought about opening with the Dallas Cowboys because seriously, this Jimmy G injury without question, opens the door for Dallas. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. People may not want to believe in Dak, and I didn't think he looked particularly sharp at times against the Colts. He has not looked great since coming back from the injury. But just consider this. Dallas has topped 40 points in three of their last five. They hung 49 on Chicago, 40 on Minnesota, 54 on Indy. And do you know who Dallas has next? Houston and Jacksonville. I mean, what is the spread going to be against Houston? 14 and a half, 16? I don't know. Houston's terrible. The Dallas defense is swarming. I mean, Matt Ryan did look pretty awful. But this was still 21-19 to start the fourth quarter, and then it ends up 54 for Dallas. Like, what? It was like a college football ending to a game where it was like the underdogs hanging around and hanging around, and oh, wait, they, the, the, the number one team woke up and just went off. So I, th- I think if, if San Fran gets knocked down a peg because of Brock Purdy, and I know people want to say, well, Jimmy G's, his kryptonite was the playoffs. He's very limited. Listen, Jimmy G went into Dallas last year made just enough plays, and got out of there. I know it was a defensive-led game, and Dallas screwed up at the end. Then he went to Green Bay, and the special teams delivered, and Jimmy G didn't screw it up, and they won. And then they were leading the Rams in the fourth quarter. Uh, A defender dropped an interception, uh, and Jimmy G was not able to orchestrate a comeback, and and they lost. Like, you think Brock Purdy can do that? Is Brock Purdy winning three road games? Because if they don't pass Seattle in the West, he's gonna have to. Unbelievably, Seattle still clinging to the lead in the NFC West. Seattle is garbage, guys. If you, I'm sorry. One of my neighbors is is uh, from Seattle. He's kind of new to the area, and he was all excited. Told me he was going to the game and so far. He was all fired up. So I see him and his buddies came back. You know, kind of staggering back after the game yesterday. I was like, "Nice win." And I, and I don't think he listened to the pod. I don't think he knows that I kind of take some jabs at the Seahawks, but he was so excited. He was like, oh, it was a great game. You know, DK, listen, DK Metcalf came up big. Geno Smith had a monster drive at the end of the game. I, I did clip it off. I don't know if you guys saw this, but Geno Smith got into it with Kenneth Walker on the sideline. Weird. Kenneth Walker, who's a rookie, looked like he was yelling at Geno Smith and pointing at him, which is a little strange. And then, of course, Kenneth Walker got injured and did not return to the game. Uh, not in a fracas with fracas did I say fracas with Geno Smith but it it was certainly a moment but at any rate Geno did come down game-winning score against the Giants team missing Stafford who by the way is done for the year now they're saying it's a spinal bruise he's got a bruised spinal cord what the hell dude he definitely should not be playing football uh Cooper Cup Aaron Donald all of them out I will give this to Bobby Wagner, man. That guy wanted that win against Seattle, his former team, so badly. One of the hardest working dudes I saw in a game. And listen, he's past his prime, but this is a guy in what kind of, some people were calling was Revenge Sunday. Um, Malik Hooker of the Cowboys had a scoop and score against the Colts, his former team. Deshaun Watson 
um, goes back to Houston and beats the place that he hated and wanted to get out of. A.J. Brown against his former team, the Titans, had a couple awesome touchdown catches for my fantasy football team. And then you got uh, Bobby Wagner, who, I mean, listen, you talk about all this cliche stuff like heart of a lion. Dude, Bobby Wagner, three tackles for loss, two sacks, and an interception that was kind of questionable. But he was fired up and nearly willed. Him and Jalen Ramsey nearly willed the Rams to a stunning win. Um, Jalen Ramsey just, once again, just getting torch lit up. Uh, DK Metcalf got the best of them. They were jawing all game, and then DK beats him for the touchdown at the end. And you know that's got to that's gotta suck. Uh, it's just not a good not a good feeling if you're uh, Jalen Ramsey this year. A couple good cornerbacks have, have struggled. Uh, Jair Alexander of the Packers. Now, I know he did have a game-sealing interception, but I was able to pull the numbers. Folks, Jair Alexander gave up six catches on seven targets for 128 yards. Jair Alexander just got paid. He, now, he has been injured a little bit. But he's getting roasted by Nikhil Harry and, and, and guys on the Bears that are not even household names. So Jair Alexander struggling, Jalen Ramsey struggling. These quarterback positions, tough man. Luckily, Sauce Gardner is delivering. I guess at this point, we should probably pivot to the New York Jets. Oh. Guys, this one stung. The Vikings, of course, who are living with horseshoes around their ears. They are now 9-0 and in one-score games. 9-0 and in one-score games. Really, what are the odds of you going 9-0 and in one-score games? They were dominating the Jets in this game. I believe it was 20-3. to uh, so it's, it was, yeah, I think it was 23 Vikings. And then Mike White, the immortal Mike White, just starts throwing lasers, dude. He is, I got to give it, uh, listen, for a while I was doubting Mike White. I was like, oh, he's turning into a pumpkin already. First half, I thought he would have some success. Had a tipped interception. I, it was not a good first half. But in the second half, they opened it up. And they basically said, we're not running the football because we can't. And if you guys remember back to that Cleveland Browns uh, Jets game earlier this season. Joe Flacco ended up throwing a million passes in that game. They came back and got lucky as hell and got the dub. Mike White threw 57 passes against the Vikings. Now, normally that's not a recipe for success. But what the deal is, is when you can't run the football and your receivers are getting open because, oh yeah, the Vikings defense is terrible. I mean, Garrett Wilson continually just lit up Patrick Peterson. Like, Peterson had no chance against him. Peterson, uh, maybe a Hall of Famer. This guy was a great, great player for many years in Arizona. And he had zero chance against Garrett Wilson, who I think is Rookie of the Year. Eight for 162 yards. Incredible performance. And Mike White was not bad, dude. I mean, 369 yards passing. Now, he did not have a touchdown. And what really hurt him was the Jets kept getting into the red zone. And Mike White could not deliver. Jets fans, just buckle up. They were one for six in the red zone. They're down to running backs. And I'll give this guy credit. Zonovan Knight. I never heard of him in my life until last week. Um, James Robinson, totally ineffective. Can't do anything. Ty Johnson, one carry. Um, The backup to Brees Hall Carter is hurt. And it's like, Zonovan Knight, was he even on the roster? On, for week one. I don't even know where this guy came from. Now, he did break off a big run, and he runs hard. Um, I know this is going to sound crazy. He reminds me for some reason of Sean Alexander and that he never goes down on first contact. This guy is just continually fighting. It looks like he's a rookie out of NC State. 
21 years old, 5'10", 209, and he is just relentless. But in the red zone, there's no room to operate. And the Jets don't have a big wide receiver. You could throw it like a Mike Williams. You just throw up and get it. They don't have a tight end. Uh, I know they picked up this tight end, um, um, Irv. Is it Irv? No, no, CJ Uzama out of Cincinnati. One target. One target for the guy. Tyler Conklin's the other tight end. I mean, I don't know if he can catch a cold, but seven targets, two catches, nine yards. Like, he's just not a factor. Um, Denzel Mims had been hoped to have been that guy, but I don't I don't think he's going to be mossing guys in the end zone. And it's basically like you look in the red zone, it's like Garrett Wilson is attracting the attention of everybody. So Jets fall to 7-5 and five with, the, with the loss. It's a tough loss, but I maintain that they are certainly in the playoff hunt. And why is that? Well, the Chargers lost. Chargers fall to 6-6. Six and six. And if you look around, guys, who's good? I mean, this, I'm not being I'm not being a jerk. I'm not trying to pump up the Jets here. But tell me, after the Bills, okay, after the Bengals, uh, uh, Ravens lose their quarterback. Are they Are they good? Tennessee Titans they've now lost two in a row. They got destroyed. By the way, Tennessee Titans seven and five. Point differential minus twenty one. Now a lot of it has to do with getting destroyed by Buffalo and Philadelphia, but the Jets are seven and five, and they got a plus twenty nine. Uh, point differential. I mean, it seems like Jacksonville, I thought they could have made a run. Boy, was that a bad read. Luckily, I did not take Jacksonville in that game. If you remember, it was like, feels like a coin flip. No edge there. They lose by a million to Detroit, which is kind of sort of surging. Detroit ahead of Green Bay in the standings. Detroit's like a fringe wildcard contender. Uh, they need the Giants or Washington to start cratering. I mean, I, I think San Fran... Seattle, there. I, I, you can never say Seattle's a lock. See, San Fran and Seattle are right now up there in the NFC West. I, Seattle could fall apart. I, I, I just don't have a lot of faith in them. And also, you know, I have the whole bet with the Cowherd Show shaving the Seahawks logo into my head. But we'll, we'll, I don't want to think about that because it's probably going to end up happening. The bet was they'd have to finish under 500. So they would need two more wins to make me look bad. Uh, eight, eight, and one, and I, I would, I think I would push on that bet. I would gladly take a push. Um, but yeah, the Giants are not good. Washington is kind of plucky with Taylor Heineke. How about that Taylor Heineke kid, man? I like him. So I wouldn't rule out Detroit. By the way, they got Jamison Williams, the Alabama rookie. He returned, um, and you know he didn't have many snaps, but it looks like he will have a, a shot here to help out Detroit down the stretch. But I just I don't know who's great in the NFC, and I know a lot of people want to say Vikings guys. They're ten and two, but they are nine and zero in one score games. Yes, they they're going to host playoff games, and they should do well. But again, I I think it's time to actually look at the playoff standings. And here's what's interesting: I I think Dallas is probably after given the Jimmy Garoppolo injury, Jimmy G down out for the season. I would say right now in the NFC, the two most dangerous teams are. Philadelphia and Dallas. And the worst part is Dallas may not be able to catch Philly. So then Dallas is on the road in the first round, certainly against the NFC South winner, which right now is Tampa Bay. Now, I don't think Tampa's great, but do you really want to face Tom Brady and potentially that defense in the first round on the road after a nine-win season? Oh, sorry, not nine. They're at nine and three now. They're going to win many more games. I don't know if they're going to catch the Eagles and then they're going to have to go on the road. That is rough. So, and that means the Vikings, actually, you know, the more I think about that, 
if the Vikings are on the same half of the bracket, so let's say Vikings open with the Giants or the Commanders, they're they're winning that game. I, I don't see that as a problem. But they would then host San Fran, assuming San Fran takes care of the sixth seed. So now you, the Vikings defense, as bad as it is, they get to host Brock Purdy? So now you're looking at Minnesota either going to Philadelphia for a rematch in the NFC Championship game, or if Dallas somehow gets by Philly, uh, yeah, it, it, it's a convoluted scenario. But folks, this Dallas Cowboys team is really, arrows pointing up, this team is as good as I've seen a Dallas team since maybe the team that lost with a Des Bryant catch in Green Bay. That was an awesome Dallas team, and I thought they had a great shot. Um, yeah, I, I oof. That's, it's just a rough situation that if you're on Dallas, you've got to now go on the road. It just Unless you could pass the Eagles for first place, and I don't see that happening. By the way, um, I, I, did, I forgot to note, this was a big one. The Eagles, remember how they were getting run over, and that's why all these professional gamblers were on the Titans this week. They bet the Titans, they pushed it down, I think from six to four, which is a considerable move. I know five's a dead number, but six is... I mean, it instantly came off the six, and then to get down four and a half to four, like, it's a big move. And they were off by a mile. I don't know if anybody saw the Jordan Davis return. Now, he didn't play a full slate, but Derrick Henry had no room to operate. By the way, Derrick Henry, 30 yards on 11 carries. Last week against the Bengals, 38 yards on 17 carries. Like, you know, Derrick Henry's going (laughs) to eat up Houston and, Indianapolis fate some real teams, Derrick Henry. Uh, and that's why these Titans, man, the whiff of fraudulent just is still there. By the way, if you are curious, and you're probably not, who the Jets would open with if they make the playoffs to go back to the Jets because you care about them. As the seventh seed, they would open against Kansas City. That that's That's not a favorable matchup. Not at all. That being said, Salah in San Fran, did a really nice job in the Super Bowl for three and a half quarters against Kansas City when they had Tyreek Hill. No, I'm not talking myself into the Jets in that one. Bottom line is the Jets need to get to the sixth seed somehow past Miami. I don't know if that's doable, but we'll see. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin.
TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I thought I would wrap up on the NFL front with um, a theory that I kind of have about why this season is so wacky on teasers. Have you guys noticed that I, I last season, if you were listening to the podcast, teasers were crushing. I'm talking every week there were opportunities so Many teasers were hitting six and a half, seven point teasers. It was it was gold. Not always the the what's called the Wong teaser that everybody talks about, where you tease through the three and the seven. Not not just those, but like all teasers are hitting. I thought teasers would have had a great day, and I had two that I thought I felt really really good about, and both of them misfired. First of all, I thought Miami would be able to hang, and they got blasted, which significantly hurt. Um, and then even when you teased Baltimore down, they only win by one. Like the sweat for that crap. Uh, Seattle did help the teaser, but the, the last one that hurt was the Chargers. I thought, listen, that's a field goal game either way. And of course, um, it wasn't. The Chargers end up losing again. And Brandon Staley rumors will be wild again this week. Um, but so teasers, I, I think I just got to stop doing them. The regular plays are doing well in the contest two and two pending the Saints tonight on Monday Night Football. Speaking of, let's go to the best bet. Well, I already give out the World Cup for um, this morning's games. But for tonight, I'm on the Saints, guys. Uh, I know it's a lot of dog and under in primetime games. It seems easy. Um, you toss in the divisional factor, and I've got to go Saints. I, I know this is not a great matchup for them, given they're hurt and they're on the road and overall they're just not very good. And Andy Dalton primetime, like all, all that stuff is just like, oof. Um, there also is the Tom Brady primetime thing where he's so old now he doesn't play well in primetime. I, I really don't want you to put your money on Andy Dalton in primetime. That being said, that's where my money's at tonight. I've got the saints. Now I got three and a half in the contest. 
um, so like, whew, I, I'm hopeful. But uh, it, it good season in the contest. I, I'm definitely not going to cash. Not with a th- if even if a three and two this week. I need I need four one or five and O's. Um, so just have to wait till next year. But um, that'll be it for this Monday's lengthy solo podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. Um, with only one NFL game, and if it's a clunker, I can finally talk a little more uh, World Cup. I'm, I'm absolutely loving England-France. is going to be just an incredible game Saturday. College football bowl games seem very boring. And yes, to the guys who are listening deep into the podcast, the college basketball picks, they they have been good. I think eleven. it's either 10 of 11 or 11 of 12. In, uh, now, massive luck involved with two of the games over the weekend. But you know what? Ball bounces your way, you got to take it, right? Because other times, it's not going to bounce your way. Back on the herd later this morning and all week. Talk to you tomorrow. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.